0: Okay, so let's learn. We have uh, you know chakras is in twenty minutes, so we're gonna this is really just gonna be a beginning of a beginning of the first piece of Lukut Maran. So um, there's a number of very interesting things about the first bunch of pieces in Likud Maran, I think the first fifteen or so. There's a, there's a, there's a famous famous section of the Gemara Bhavasara where it talks about like crazy mysim with Rabba Baba Rabba Baruchana. Rab Rukhana is one of them, the Maroim, and like fantastical stories about Rab Rukhana traveling with uh, with a Rovin with some Arabs, and like just like crazy stuff that clearly are not physical, but like just very very strange things. Like uh, one mice is, uh, we'll see, we'll see, uh, we'll see soon. But one mice is like, you know, he's traveling and and he gets shipwrecked. And he finds himself in a desert island, and he starts making like a barbecue and a fire to keep himself alive and so on. And then he realizes that the, the, the ground under him starts moving because it wasn't an island. It was a big whale. And it's like a crazy mice and like that. And so there's um, the Vilna of The Vilna Goyen wrote Pirushim, and we have commentary on those stories from the Vilna Goyen. And uh, interestingly enough, the first, I think it's it 15, 15 pieces in Lukut Maran, each piece each Torah from the is explaining. He connects it to one of those meisim. That's bchalal an interesting thing. The connection between Rabbi Nachman and uh, and the Vilna Goyen. He's b- both both uh, both uh, explain these meisim. Rabbi Baruch I mentioned this before that Uman and Vilna have the same gematria. Uman and Vilna have the same gematria. So there's a, there's a connection between between those two worlds of the Vilna Goyen and Rabbi Nachman. It's interesting. Those that learn. Uh, when, when you learn Reb Nachman, so one of the, st- the stylistically, what, what you what you sense in Reb Nachman is that like it's like a moving train. It's like sort of you are jumping on. It's hard to know what the beginning is, what the end is. It's just it's it's like you take like you know when you're a little kid, or maybe when you're a little bit older, you have like those super Bowls. You know those like tiny. thing so you just like you know use all your force. You throw it on the floor, and it's like it's bouncing all over the place. It's a little bit like the Kudimran is like that, where it's it's all over. You just have to just sort of try to grab it wherever you can. And you, and you move on like that. It's interesting is that the writings of the Vilna Gaon in Kabbalah are like that also. There's a similarity to that also. It's a lot of Bechina. a lot of hard to know where, one, where a piece begins and it ends it just sort of flows. There's a, uh, a lot of connections there between the Gaon and Rabbi Nachman. Maybe at some point we'll be able to talk about that more in depth. But al him every single piece of Lukut Maran, the first 15 pieces or so, he connects it back to one of these meisim of Rav HaBachan. And the first piece is no different. What also you find in Lukut Qur'an is that in the beginning of of, of 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 pieces he usually quotes a pasuk, and you don't you don't find that pasuk re-emerging until the very very end. Okay, so we'll see together. We'll at least begin the first piece, and uh, we'll see where it takes us. So on Simon Aleph again, the it's divided into two chalakim: chalak Aleph and chalak Bez. So within chalak Aleph, the first piece of chalak Aleph. So he quotes a pasuk in Tilim that's the first uh, apostle can tell him praise be are those that uh, that that uh, that go simply that have a simple path that go in the ways of hashem's Torah. okay so we're going to see i guess probably at this point we'll see the first paragraph and uh, and i think one, i think something to think about just for just for this morning is Everything's is B'ashkar and and the way a Sefer opens, and the way a Sefer you know, begins is obviously very significant. So to a certain degree, to understand and to appreciate, not that we could really be masigid, but to connect a little bit to the, to the, the, the whole Indian of Rabbi Nachman, B'chalal, and to a certain degree, Rabbi Nachman is considered to be, obviously he's part of that world of the Baal Tov, of Taras and to a certain degree, maybe the most mysterious of all, maybe, maybe uh, you know, uh, by breslov I've mentioned this many times, there's a tradition of Hei the Adar's five singularities of the generations, five times that Meishah B'nai Neshama in a very strong way comes to the world. That's Maisha, Rishim Barichai, Darizal, Baal Tov, and Rabbi Nachman. So I, that, again, that's the breslov tradition, but... Uh, so Rabbi Nachman not only is just one of the Khsiri svarim, to a certain degree it's it's um, sort of sort of sort of the Shem 2.0 to a certain degree. So in the Seif lukut Maran, Da'afk in the first piece, Lukhar we should be able to find something that's essentially touching the Kishkas of what Tarsa Balshamtav is about and, and what it's coming to accomplish in the world. So we'll see together. So the fact that he opens up with the first capital Tilim. With the first pasuk of the first capital tillam, already tells us that that the, that that to a certain degree the inyan of Rabbi Nachman the inyan of the Tov is to rebuild, reconstitute, and to connect to that world of Dov and Melach. So that that already you see already that 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 the terse of al Shemtev and Rabbi Nachman Vefrat is going to be deeply connected to the world of Dovran Melach, And this is not a coincidence. The first piece of Lukut Meran begins with the first capital Tilim And, and Lukut Meran ends with a bunch of pieces about Hispaytudus, about making your own personal tefillis. Which is really, when Rabbi Nachman writes later on in Lekut at the end, said that, that really, to a certain degree, what is Tehillim? Tehillim is Dovran Melach's personal Hispaytudus. It's Dovran Melach's personal tefillis about his... That he's going through individually as the king, but it's his personal hispaididus, it's his personal tvilus. So Rabbi Nachman says, in fact, that later on again, it's Mamish at the end of Lukut Meran, Rabbi Nachman says that he has a tradition that all the, that, that, um, that uh, people that come, that they're descendants of Davna Melech, they have a, a very strong inclination to, to uh, practice hispaidus. Those that practice this is a very, it's a good, it's a siman that they come from Davra Melech's family. So you see, this Indian is that Davra Melech is deeply rooted with his bayadus, with making personal tefilas. You know, turning your life into tefila, and we all know that's probably one of the most famous things Rabbi Nachman brings to the world is this Indian of his bayadus, of of making your, t- turning your life into personal tefilas, turning everything into a tefila, making tefila you know, repackaging and repurposing all of your experiences into davening. So, so again, it's not, it's not a coincidence that Rabbi Nachman begins with a capital tilim, l'kut miran, and he ends talking about his b'ydas, because to a certain degree, what we're seeing already from this is that, to a certain degree, the whole lineage of Rabbi Nachman is to strengthen, to reinforce, to uplift the universe of davena melech, which is the universe of davening and not only to uplift it, as we'll see in a second, to make it something extremely significant and special and not a secondary zach in your life, but maybe the most the most is, most important part of your life, not only that by Rabbi Nachman, but Rabbi Nachman also expands the Malchus of Davin and Melech. So the Malchus of Davin and Melech, which is the Malchus of Davining, he puts on a pedestal, as we'll see in a second, that, that tefillah becomes something incredibly essential and important in Avodah Hashem, not a secondary thing. And that's what, the, that's what we're going to see in the first piece, that, Malch- that the Malchus of Davon the world of davening, is mamish, the, one, to a certain degree, the most fundamental Vaida. And at the end of Lekut Aran where he talks about Hisbaidus, Hisbaidus is already expanding the Malchus of Davon Where davening, which was established already from the beginning of Lekut Aran as an essential, iker, fundamental, experience in Avadis Hashem, His Bayadah says, and you can do that with everything, and you can do that all the time, and you don't have to be limited to the nusach of Davining and the nusach of Telim. You make your own davening, and everything in your life can become a tefillah. So, in other words, w- w- what you see in the Seif Lekut ran from its beginning and its end is that to a certain degree it must be the whole inyan of Rabbi Nachman, and by extension, the whole inyan of the Baal Shem Tev, is to establish the Malchus of, of, of Davrin Melch to rebuild that Malchus, not as a secondary zach, like, you know, as we'll see soon, that tefillah can sometimes be seen as a secondary thing. But no, tefillah is Mamish and ikr. And not only is it an nikker, but Malchus of Davin Melch, which is Davin, he conquers the whole world. And every single aspect of life is, is supposed to be turned into a tefillah, through the practice of espoydos, which means to talk to Hashem and to, and to take everything in your life and to turn it into a tefillah. That itself means that Malchus Beisdavid is conquering the whole world, right? Instead of it being left in a specific corner of Shachar it's in a specific language of, 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 of the sitter. It's mamish everywhere, and uh, it takes over everything. And so, this, to a certain degree, even before we begin, the aran. Just the fact that the, that the pas- that he begins with the pasuk Tilim and it ends with his bayyodus is already telling us this. Indian is that this, to a certain degree, is the key of the aran, and by extension, the the, the Torah of the Bal Shemtiv. And this is in fact, uh, you see, such a thing that uh, there's a there's a there's a uh, you know, one of the one of the Talmidim of. Of the Rebbe of Melech, so one of the classic Hasidic svarim is the Marvishemesh. You've read Marvishemesh. Marvishemesh is Roklonis Kalman. He was one of the great Hasidim of the Marvishemesh, and that sefer Marvishemesh. You know, so it's interesting. The, the sefer Noemi Melech, is really like the 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 uh, the classic sefer that is that that uh, about about the tzaddik in terms of what the uh, what a Rebbe is and what a tzaddik has to do. Like the whole the whole inion of 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 what a chassidish rebbe is, it's rooted in the sefer al aran, the ta- the, se- the sefer of his talmud, the Marv Hashemesh, is a classic sefer about what a chassid is. So they they, they complement each other. In the sefer Marv Hashemesh, he writes is a particular piece where he writes that that. That if a if a person only after, only a person that thinks that davening is like a secondary sakh is just a you know an aspect of what it's Hashem but it's not like the ikker that person never stepped on the threshold of Tarsa al shemtiv that's what he says that since the bal shemtiv came to the world davening becomes mamish the ikker he has a Torah, he says about Yaakov you know, I think I mentioned this once before that Yaakov Avinu you know, um, by, it says in Pusik that when he, he right, he he was he was uh, learning for fourteen years, right? Shame vever, didn't sleep, right? And then he goes to the place of the Beis HaMikdash, right? and he and he goes to sleep and he has a dream, the ladder, right? The Malachim going up and down, and he wakes up and he says, how awesome is this place? This is the place of Hashem. You know the, the the gate of heaven. That, that's the that's the pasuk. So so the Amor Veshemesh says is Mishachsid Shavart, and uh, he says um, he says for fourteen years Yaakovinu was learning, and this is the first time the Yaakovinu goes to sleep. But where does he sleep? By the place of the Beis Hamikdash, which is which is described in, by by Hashem as Basi based fila. So. So Rabbi so, Shemesh says that what's happening over there is Yaakov was learning for 14 years and he's thinking during those 14 years that the Iker Tvekes Ba Hashem is learning. But then he comes to the Makam Migdash and he falls asleep and he experiences what Tfila is over there and he says, no, no, no. He says that's what he says. That's what the Baal Shem Tov brought to the world. He says ever since Baal Shem Tov came to the world, the Iker is davening. That's the more Veshemish. Right? It's a, a chiddush. But you, but you see such a thing. That's the Baal Shem Tov. Rabbi Nachman is like that as well. So this is what we're going to see right away from the first piece is that Rabbi Nachman is, is establishing is establishing as as an Iker, as a fundamental zach, not a secondary aspect of the Hashem. But to put it to put it on its pedestal and say this is, you know, uh ein and And as I said, by establishing Tfila as an ikker, that itself is 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 rebuilding malchus based David because David amelchus malchus is David. David says in Tehillim, I am davening, not I'm a davener, not I like davening, I am davening." That's what David Melch says. So, Rabbi Nachman, as we'll see in a second, begins by establishing, by rebuilding, so to speak, Malchus based David. And by the end of Lekutim Iran, where he talks about his baiddus, we're talking about Malchus based David conquering the whole world, and davening, becoming everything, and everything, everything being able to be turned into davening. Atke dekach that Rabbi Nachman also writes. It's famous. Rabbi Nasan, uh, you know, made this practical. That Rabbi Nachman said a person should turn his Torah into tefillah, right. So we're not even talking about uh, Torah being a zach and tefillah being a zach. No, Torah becomes a tefillah, right? So whatever you learn to daven to Hashem about what you're learning, almost as if the reason why you were learning was just in order to get to the daven. So this is a, a fundamental point. Okay, so let's see. Let's see together, and we'll see what the, what this looks like. Again, okay, so he starts with the capital TILAM ASHITU MIDERACH HASHEM DA. So Nachman says you should know. There's a kabbal by uh, by that when Nachman begins a piece da, it means it's coming from uh, from, from Atzilas, from a very very high place, and that's why he begins to say for da. You should know. So Nachman says you should know that through learning, 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 learning allows all of our tfilas and all of our barakoshes that we that we ask and we daven that it should be accepted. So this is an amazing thing. Just this opening line already shifts perspective. Rabbi Nachman in this opening line is saying that the Iker, that what you really want is your davening and your bakashas to be accepted. How does that happen? Well, you have to learn. Learning allows your davening to be accepted. Really? That's the way it goes? It's, 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 the Gemara says, for example, that Torah is chai oilam, Torah is eternal life, and Tfilah is chai yesha. So you would think that Torah would be that, that, the, the tefillah should be there sort of to, to help your Torah. Rabbi Nachman is saying he's, he's again, he's reframing it. He's saying, no, no, no. Your Torah is there to help your tefillah. Again, like I said, because what Rabbi Nachman is establishing in the first piece is rebuilding Malchus Beistavit. And this, by the way, it's Pashgachat brought We're starting this when? It's Rishchadosh Cheshem. Like I was saying on Shabbos and last night, right? The, the month of Cheshem is, is about rebuilding Malchus Beistavit. And so that's what Rabbi Nachman says. So, again, like I said, it's a moving train, so we're only going to understand what this means that Torah is there to, to to help out davening, only later on in the piece. Mm-hmm. But you know. But by by the way, just uh, even before we continue on, but just to to, to appreciate this Nakuda, you know, Chazal say, uh, Chazal, time is, Okay, so Chazal say that um, wow. in the beginning of time, uh, Chazal say in the beginning of time that the Rebbeinu made the sun and the moon, right, the same size, right, and uh, the moon complained that uh, it's not befitting for two kings to share the same crown. So Hashem said, okay, fine. So makes <laughs> you'll become small, right? And then the Gemara says, the Khazal say that the Rabbani Shloilam, you know, gave a little comfort to the moon, you'll have the stars, and the moon says, it's not, uh, I'm not satisfied with that, and Hashem says, okay, you know what, then the Yontif will be based on you, you know, the Zmanim and Bez, you know, the, 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 cal- the Jewish calendar will be based on the moon. It's not, you know, the, the moon is not consoled by that completely either. So Hashem says, okay, so you know what? The last thing I'll do is every Rosh Chadesh, the Jewish people will bring a and they'll bring a, a goat for a chatas to forgive, for my kapar, says Hashem, that I diminished. That's the Gemara, that's Chazal say. So, I mean, if you think about that for a second, when the moon was complaining that it's not befitting to have two kings with the same crown, what was, what was the moon's intention? The moon's intention was that the moon should be bigger, right? That's... Right, that that was the intention. Was the moon's intention was not that she should become smaller. The intention was that that Ad-Rabba, she should be bigger, and the sun should be smaller. Hashem said, you know, you, you complain like that, it means that you're going to be smaller, right? So, and ultimately, if Hashem is bringing a, if we're bringing a carbon on Hashem's behalf, it means that ultimately, ultimately, that's what's going to be. Not only is the moon going to be returned to original status to a certain degree, biomik, biomik, the moon will be bigger than the sun. And so this inion mm-hmm. of the moon, like, you know, diminishing, and eventually with, you know, lots of lava growing back, and to a certain degree even being more deeper than the sun, is also this story of davening. We know, as, as I mentioned, I mentioned uh, Shabbos afternoon by the year that and melech is dif- deeply connected to the moon, right? The Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah that when, they, that when the, the Romans uh, stopped the Jewish people from publicizing openly the sanctification of the new moon, they had a, the, the Bezdin had a special code that they would spread amongst the Yidin, and everyone knew, if you heard that code, it means it's Rishchaitesh. And what was the code? Dov Melech Yisrael That was the code. So in other words, the moon always is connected with David and Melech. So this Indian of the moon being diminished is reflective of what we usually think of, as the Gemara says, which is, Torah is, is eternal life, and Tfilas is chai in other words, what's tfil about? Tfeil is about just taking care of things, having having things of this world work out to allow you to then do what you really have to do, which is to learn and do mitzvahs. But Davening is just to facilitate, you know, to make sure everything is running properly so you can do your real thing. But that that's all that's all true, but it's all true only during the Kufa that the moon is diminished. In other words, there, why am I hacking at China about this? What I'm trying to explain is, is that this idea of establishing Tefillah as an ikr, and even Torah as really being there to reinforce your davening, but davening being an ikker, like and the Marv has said, that's the essential, the of Tarsav, Al Shemtev, and so on, that's not a contradiction. I mean, it, it, how does that work with the Gemara? The Gemara says that Torah is Chai Oilam and Tefillah is Chai Yesha. The answer is it's in two different eras. During the Takufa when the moon is diminished, <coughs> That's what the Gemara says. It's true. Taira is chai ailam and tefilah is chai Because during the time where the moon is diminished, it means the sun, which is Taira, is more fundamental than the moon, which is Davin Melech and Davening. But when Mashiach comes in La where the moon will be returned to her stature, but more than to return to her stature, what she requested, which is to be greater than the sun, will be fulfilled then that means that that, that, there's an, that that era is an era where tefillah is the ikr, where tefillah is not just there to make sure that everything in your life is functioning properly, that you have refuah and you have Parnasak in order to do your thing. No, no, no. The experience of talking to Hashem and the experience of davening is itself, is itself the greatest tveikas, is itself the greatest purpose. What, what are you saying to Hashem? So you have to find things to talk about. But the experience of talking to Hashem is the greatest experience of tveikas of all, that's, and that's come and and, and, and therefore that the, the real time for that is when Mashiach comes, where the moon will be even greater than the sun. The whole line of the Balshemtiv, though, as I've mentioned many many times, the whole line of the Balshemtiv is to prepare us for that Tefufa. So the Balshemtiv is giving us a little bit of uh, of before that time. So this is why the Baal Shem Tov, the Balshemtiv is really coming from a, a, a future time. This is why in the Balshemtiv davening is the is the Iker. That's really a mishicht site, dica, way of experiencing davening, where it's where it's coming from that place. So it's not. So it is a contra. It is different than what the Gemara says, but it's not. But it's not like one is right, one is wrong. It's different to Kufis. If you're in galosh mode, then the moon is small, and if the moon is small, that means tfila, which, uh, which uh, that means Tyre, which is the sun is bigger than tfila, which is the moon. But if you're in Gula mode, you connect connected to the world of balshtev, which is the light of Gula, already a little bit early, and preparing us for the Iker Iker Gula, so then already you could experience and you could connect to this world where tefillah is the Iker, and even Torah learning is really just to facilitate your davening where the Ikrid Vikas is just coming from David. And again, like I said, this is this is the this is how Rabbi Nachim begins. This is the essential union of Wolf Akutamran and Wolf Tarasab Al Shemtav to reestablish and to rebuild the moon. To, the moon should return to her stature. And like I said, Hashem says that, I, that, that you should br- that, that Yisrael brings carbon uh, chattas on and Rish Chaydesh to atone for Hashem's sin, so to speak, of diminishing the moon. It means that not only is the month of Khajman a specific month that's connected to establishing lalchus-based David. But Rosh Befrat, is a time where the carbon Chattas was brought to, to, to rebuild the moon and to bring the moon back to her original stature. And so this is, uh, and this is Mamash uh, apropos for the void of Rosh The void of is to begin to connect to this world of davening, but not to see davening as just a way, like, I have to get my, my life in order in order to then, like, do my Icarus stuff, which is, which is Torah and mitzvahs, a lot of Torah but to appreciate, but even while you're davening, don't look at davening as a secondary zach. I guess, I guess here's the sachal, I'll say 45, so we're going to start davening now, but here's the, 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 the main message of what all that complicated stuff boils down to. What it boils down to is the following thing. Don't look at davening as just a throwaway thing. Like, I have certainty, if I didn't, like, let's like this, you can look at davening like this, like, because, there are certain things in my life that are messed up, and mehla, I need to daven. And if those things were not messed up, I wouldn't be davening, because what, 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 what am I asking for, if everything's fine? Don't look at, that's called looking at, the, looking at the moon small. That's called looking at tefillah as a secondary thing that's just there to help me out, to arrange my life, because otherwise things are, are chaotic. No, no, no. You have to look at davening as a tachlis by itself, standing before the Rabbani Shalom and talking about your life and talking about your needs and being able to stand face-to-face and to talk to him directly. Torah is, the, you know, Torah is like talking about Hashem. It's is talking to Hashem. Talking to Hashem, that's an unbelievable tachos by itself. And even if I didn't have anything in my life that, that needs fixing... I, I, I would I would look for some I would you know you be able to, I, I would break something just in order to be able to daven about it you know what I'm saying like davening itself becomes its own tachas becomes becomes an ikker not to see davening as a secondary zach, and that's what it means to reestablish malchus based as as a proper kingdom and from there to expand it and to daven about everything and you could, everything in your life, everything in, in, your, in your world, as small as it might be, as big as it might be, as insignificant, it's good, it's bad, it's medium, it doesn't make a difference, turn everything into a tefillah, that's called, that's called expanding Malchus it, And that's the fundamental thing, again, that's where Rebbe begins, that, that, that we should know that throughout this piece we're going to see such an Indian, is that all the way this Hashem, Torah and Mitzvah, is really there to support davening. It's all to build davening, that you should be able to daven properly because the Iker is davening, the moon should be uh, returned to her full stature and even greater, which was likely to experience with our own eyes the return of Malchus Feist David. It's a spacious of the whole world.